competition. This is not America's next top best friend. I'm gonna be true to me. Hello, and welcome to a very special edition of the America's Next Top Best Friend podcast. I'm Hillary Sussman. I'm here with Amanda Mitchell. The sun hasn't risen yet because, oh, well, it it kind of has. It's in the process. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But the reason Amanda and I are up so early is because we are here with a very special guest joining us all the way from Australia. Australia! This is the earliest we have ever recorded an episode, ever. Mm-hmm. This is history, <laughs> history in the making. Usually we're recording at like 10 p.m. and we're like hysterical. Like now I'm just like, I'm exhausted because it's seven o'clock in the morning. Oh, it feels good. Anyway, Hillary, introduce our, our guest. I'm sorry I interrupted you. <laughs> from Cycle 5 of Australia's Next Top Model. Adele Teal. Hi, everyone. Yes! Goddess. Red-haired goddess. International guest. We are so happy to have you. This is so exciting. Yeah, you're our first Australian contestant. Yes, our very first Australian contestant. We interviewed... uh, Annalise Annalise was in Europe, or it was in London when we interviewed her. So she was technically our first international guest. Oh, yeah, British invasion. But that's from the American cycle. That doesn't count. This is our first Yay, I'm so happy to have you. How are things down under? Oh my goodness, it's it's been good. Um, feeling very lucky, I guess, to be in Australia at the moment with everything going on. Oh my gosh. Um, what a crazy year it's been. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been good. Yeah. How about you guys? Um, well, you know, we're in America, so things are a little more terrifying, but also good. We're grateful. We have vaccines, so we love that. Yes. And we got a gross president out of office, so we love that, too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. How is it over there in Australia? Are things, like, starting? Their clubs are open, Hillary. Oh, really? Like, they're allowed to, like, go party. Well, it's I... bizarre. It's honestly bizarre because I think on um, Saturday night I went out to a pub and like everyone was standing and walking around, like we're having drinks and everything. And I haven't even done that in such a long time myself. So wow. even for me, I was just like, what is going on? It was crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you guys like still have to wear masks or anything? Or is it kind of just like all restrictions lifted, like business as usual? To be honest, like we've been very lucky. It has been business as usual pretty much the whole time. But in saying that, like we feel very cut off from like the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Like we've just been told there's no international travel until the end of 2022. So oh, wow. it's like it's like the complete opposite end of the spectrum. So we just feel like, you know, I've got my boss can't see her family, like her family overseas and won't see them for another two years. And oh. so it's like it's good and it's and it's bad as well you know in a whole other way that's wild I guess that's like kind of the pro and con of like being Mm -hmm. your own continent you can kind of just decide like all right we're gonna all stay here and Mm -hmm. that's that Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And there's that guy in Australia who was like the first man in months to contract COVID, and he had done like extreme contract ca- t- like tracing, and it turns yes. out he's just like gone to like a barbecue or something. Like he was like preparing, like driving up and down, like getting stuff to smoke meats. Like it was oh, like, exactly. 
it was like Australian news. Like it made it all the way over here because he was just like he had done intense contract tracing. And yes. was like, so you were just having like a humble Saturday, like going around looking for meats to smoke, like Exactly. Poor guy. It's like every time there's like one case, it's like it makes the news and everyone just goes into meltdown. We all have to wear masks again for like three <laughs> days and <laughs> it's just the most absurd thing. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. It's like another well, dimension. I love it. Yes. I know. But well, very okay. Well good. I'm glad. I'm very grateful that you guys are if we make it down mm-hmm. there finally, we will be Yeah. We will yes. Be. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll call on you to hang out. <laughs> totally. I would love that. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So um, do we have some questions for Yeah, you, we you have some answering. questions just kind of like about um, your journey since mm-hmm. leaving the show and kind of just like what you've been up to. Um, we do a where are they now on every contestant. So we kind of let the listeners in on what uh, what you've been doing since the show. But if you want to give a little bio of of your life since 2009, I guess. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, well, when I finished the show, I did model for a little bit, um, maybe about a year or so. And then I actually started um, doing a fashion degree um, at UTS in Sydney. Um, so that was a four year degree. So I did kind of get a little bit sidetracked with that. It was very intense and very full on. Um and then that sort of led into me starting into, I guess, the design world. So similar industry, um, just not modeling, um, but it's been amazing. I've loved every minute of it and seeing like all the different sides of the industry, I guess, as well. Um, I also did some traveling. I went, um, did a six month um, Europe and America trip, which was really fun. Um And then now I've um, bought a house with my partner, same partner that I was with on the show as well. (laughs) Congratulations. Thank you. Um, So we've bought a house just, um, it's about an hour north from Sydney. So it's just a little coastal town. um, And I work at a little boutique up there doing um, fashion design for them as well, which is really exciting. So. Yeah. That no, sounds like the plot of a rom-com. That sounds so yeah. lovely. Oh, I was a model and then I went to fashion school. Yeah. And now I own a coastal house with yeah. my like longtime partner. So romantic. <laughs> so Nancy Myers. Very where did you really where did you visit in America? And did you like it? Oh my gosh, I loved it. I'm like dying to come back. Um, my friend at the time was actually studying um, fashion at Parsons in New York. So I went to stay with her um, for a couple of weeks and I absolutely loved it. Um, we also went to, we did all the you know typical things. We did like uh, LA, Vegas, of Miami, mm-hmm. um, all of that. It was amazing. Um, absolutely loved it. Oh God. I love Parsons. I love going up there. It's my favorite, one of my favorite parts of the city. Um, it, was, it was surprising. Like, I didn't think, like, I just didn't think New York would be one of my favorite places. Like, I just thought it sounded really cliche. But when I was mm-hmm. there, I was just like, this place is insane. Like, it was just so cool. So many things happening. And it was good because mm-hmm. my friend knew all, like, the cool places to go as oh, well. So, that's the yeah. best. Yeah, that's when you best. have, like, the in to the underground scene. Yes. <laughs> no, it was so good. I don't even have that. I've lived here for six years, so like that's that's the best part. I love that. Oh my Where god! Where about you? 
Yes. I'm in Brooklyn right now. I'm in Brooklyn. Oh. But I live, yeah, but so I live in New York, but. Yeah, we yes. went over the bridge and I loved Brooklyn as well. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I was talking to you yesterday. I was like, I don't think I'm ever leaving this place. Like, I can't live in Manhattan. Pay more money for less space. No, no. thank yes. you. Like, yeah. <laughs> no. Unless I have a partner who's like, I'll pay all of your rent. Yeah. Like, okay, that's fine. You have like, to have like <laughs> a rich, a rich husband or something to live in. Man- We're manifesting to rough it, it in Manhattan. We're man- <laughs> to re- literally rough it in Manhattan. Um, <laughs> yes, amazing. So, like, y- your time in the show. You were a fan favorite. You had a, mm-hmm. we we talked on the show about how you you had this incredible descent, not descent, ascent, ascent into yes. like, um, into just like watching you become, figure out like, you were a, like a bit of a baby deer, and then you figured out like how to walk, and like you figured out like what you were good at, and it was just amazing to watch. Yeah, it was like, like your last like five weeks on the show. Mm-hmm. It was just like pure um yeah ascent into like the the tawny cassie uh category if you will and alex perry was like okay now i'm obsessed with her and you could (laughs) tell during the finale when he brought you up again he was still salty about the fact that you got eliminated (laughs) it was so fun to watch like yeah can we talk a bit about alex perry and his not his treatment of you but he like I th- he he loved you in the way that he tried to deny the fact that he like when he first saw you he was like I don't get it. Um, but oh, it's just a fascinating person. So can oh, you tell I us a little absolutely- bit about? I absolutely loved him. He was amazing, and to be honest, I just felt so honored that you know someone like Alex Perry was like saying such wonderful things about me. Um, but yeah, I just I loved him from the start, and I was just so excited that he. Um, yeah, I guess even like cast me for his show, and I did another show for him as well after um after Top Model finished, which was really exciting. But yeah, it was just amazing to have him on my side and to have that support on the show. Sure. Um, he was always like so hilarious. Yes. Um, but yeah, I couldn't I couldn't actually tell you. I remember you said that he he didn't get it at the start. I think I remember him saying that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like. I think, did they have a flashback on the show or did we go like spy mode and <laughs> look it up? I can't remember. No, because he, so the reason why is because he never actually said it directly to Adele. I'm sorry, talk about Adele like you're not in the room. He said it to, it was in that first episode when they were at that party thing and the girls yeah. just like walk the red carpet and Alex Perry said it while he was talking shit to Priscilla and, and Charlotte. But he never actually said it to Adele's face. And then later on, Charlotte would regularly be like, you're lying. You are lying. I well, she would just, Alex that. Perry would always be like, I loved Adele. She, I've been her number one fan from the beginning. And Charlotte <laughs> would be like, no, you haven't. You <laughs> have had a slow transition, but not from the beginning. You came around, but that's not not true at all. But like, actually, I want to talk about that weird first episode and how they like kind of just like, what was it like to just walk in that room and be ogled? <laughs> like, oh with your my goodness! It was the most bizarre thing. It's so funny that you you bring it up actually, because on Saturday when I was out with my friend at the pub, we actually walked past the Ivy, which is where that show was on the very first day. And I said to her, "I was like, oh my goodness! Like that's where we were all blindfolded and we were all standing there in a line." Um, waiting to walk in and we had no idea who was around us it was just the weirdest most surreal thing like I it was it was just insane like I can't I couldn't believe it was real they blindfolded you guys (laughs) yeah I need to back and talk about that 
They it was actually, so I was scary. thinking about that as well because they just dropped us off. I remember my mum dropped me off and we all got dropped off to like different areas of the city. And then um, the producers, yeah, they put us in cars and blindfolded us. And I remember thinking like, I hope this is real. Like, yeah. this You're is like, actually the am, show. Am I being like, sold into yeah, human sex, sex trafficking? What's like, going on? Yeah. Like, exactly. I'm a modeling competition? That sounds right. Like... I know, I was like, what if, like, they sent, like, all this, like, fake stuff and, like, got us to come here? Yeah, very elaborate. Um, yes, but no, then we took our blindfolds off and it was definitely real. I think we saw, like, Alex Perry and Charlotte and everyone. I was just like, oh, my goodness, like, this is happening. And it was just the most surreal oh, moment. <laughs> that's amazing. What, um, do you have, like, a favorite photo shoot from the show? Or, like, top three if you can't pick? <laughs> oh top three um I mean obviously like the Chanel one would have to be up there as one of the faves yes <laughs> absolutely that was that was so much fun and just to be wearing um Chanel was just amazing um one of my other favorites was actually probably the desert one um <gasps> oh I was gonna ask you about that and the yeah, flies just, oh my goodness the flies, flies. <laughs> You would just never, I don't know if you've ever encountered such a thing, but they were literally in my eyeballs, like drinking uh, my eye juice. Like, that's so disgusting. Uh, yeah, Amanda and I are from like the Midwest of the US and we get like gross, like fly swarms in the summer, mm-hmm. like pockets near, right. mostly near bodies of water, but nothing to that extent. I mean, mm-hmm. that is. Eye juice? Oh, it was disgusting. Like, you, you poor thing. Would, you couldn't swap them away. Like, they'd be in your eye and you, like, couldn't get rid of them. <laughs> it was so bad. You, like, can't open we your mouth. Like, no, you couldn't. And I remember I was, like, borderline chucking a massive tantrum because I couldn't deal with it anymore. I'm surprised I got any photos where there weren't flies on us. But oh, yeah. besides the flies, it was so much fun. And mm-hmm. just to you know drive like six hours into the middle of the desert like it was just amazing yeah it really, that's really, really cool that we love that shoot as well we also shoot. just love russell james who's been like a yes. staple on the american series as mm-hmm. well oh he's just amazing i yeah so amazing <laughs> can i ask you when you first walked in the room with like all of the contestants who stood out to you like when you first saw them you thought you're like oh that person's going all the way going places yeah oh, i actually think i remember looking at laura tari who got mm-hmm. eliminated first and Georgie I remember I just Mm -hmm. was blown away I was just like they're absolutely stunning I was like they're my biggest competition I think that's why when I was in the bottom two the first um the first episode with Laura I was just like I'm I'm gone like (laughs) there's no way I'm gonna make it through this she was just so amazing Mm -hmm. yeah I was surprised well I I wasn't surprised when we were watching it when she got uh-huh. eliminated because I was like, oh, okay, whatever. But then looking back, like on the finale when she walked the runway too, I was like, okay, oh. why did this girl go? But also oh, like, thank God she did because then we got you for longer. Yeah. But- <laughs> yeah. We benefited. Um, another thing Hillary and I pointed out over the course of the season, especially in the later episodes, was the curse of winning a challenge was... Mm. Because you, it was you, Frankie, 
and Claire, right? Mm-hmm. Who all won the challenge. The In challenge a row, like, yeah. Home. Yeah. Like back to back to back. Whoever won brutal. the challenge was eliminated. I think I might have even noticed that at the time. Like I was very... <laughs> analytical and like I looked into like the meanings of everything like when my hair got dyed red I'm like they're trying to make me look like Alice I'm gonna go home like um I, I can't win if Alice has won you know what I mean yes. um, yeah. I remember like looking into everything and I think I did um think that when we were in London I was like okay yep like I won this challenge like now it's gonna be my turn to go um but yes yeah, definitely I don't know how true it is and if it's actually the way that they planned it. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I definitely noticed it. That's yeah. crazy that you I, could see it while you were in it. Yeah, yeah definitely. Like, I think we were all looking for stuff like that. We were all looking for signs all the time. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting because we've talked to other contestants from Americas and they've never alluded to, like, having really an inkling. I don't think, Hillary, I you think might know better. I think they're very much, like in a fish tank and it's hard for them to kind of look at the big picture or like remember um like the formula of the show because they're like in it and they're so isolated because you know they can't have their phone or anything oh yeah that's another thing i wanted to ask you adele is like i know for the american version they're not even allowed to speak when they wake up until they're mic'd up and they have like what do they call it? Cold. Oh, yeah, it's going dark. Going, going dark. dark, where they like yeah. can't speak if the cameras aren't on them or something insane. Mm-hmm. Did you yeah, guys like, have like crazy producer rules or or camera uh-huh. rules or anything? I don't think it was that intense. Um, Good. Like we had a lot of time, I think, just on our own, and we could just sort of do our own thing. I remember our minders like took us out shopping sometimes and stuff like that, which was really nice. We we're like really good friends with like our minders. Oh, oh my gosh, so uh, much more humane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was really, it was really nice. Um, but uh, like we just had so much fun. Um, but there was definitely times like, you know, we were quite young and we were only allowed, I think it was like two 10 minute phone calls a week um, oh. with our family. That's yeah, really it was, hard. It was really intense. And I know one of the girls, like um, her dad was really sick. So they let her have extra phone calls oh, uh, because he was really unwell. Um, but I know we all found that quite hard and I think it was to make us like more emotional. That's probably why I cried every single episode. Mm-hmm. It was so like highly <laughs> strong. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I remember one week towards the end, I lost it because, um, my partner, it was like my one phone call and I called him and his dad just goes, Oh, I'll, um, I'll just go find him. And he went to go find him for six minutes. No. <laughs> and I was like, you were oh like, God. have him call me back. Have him call me. I'm not going to wait on the phone. And then he finally came on and then they like tapped on the door like your time's up. I'm like, I literally just had one minute (laughs) and they were like too bad. And then I was just like, I lost it. I was so upset because it was like another whole week before I quit. And I had to call my mum the next week, you know. Mm -hmm. So, Oh my gosh, (laughs) that's that's so so sad. That's very difficult. I'm not It was was full on. I mean, it was good in a way because it made us really focused. Mm -hmm. But like it would have been nice to have that support from back home as well. Um, This is a pivot. Sorry. I do want to know what got you on this show? Like, I don't think we've ever asked, like, I mean, we don't know. We don't think they touched on it. Like, why did you decide to audition? What was the audition process like? Because we don't have casting week 
an Australia's Next Top Model. So we okay. don't know any of these things. Right. I didn't know you guys didn't have um, casting week. Um, well, to be honest, I was, like, completely and utterly obsessed with, like, the whole franchise. Like, I watched all the American ones. I, I loved it. And, and you're in you fashion, know, I, so obviously. Yes. Yes, and I just, like, had to do it. Like, I was like, you know, I had to do it. I think I tried out three times, and it was the third time that I finally got on. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time I was, like, way too young. The second time I remember I had braces, and I remember they said to me, look, you, like, we, we really like you. Try out again next year, and mm-hmm. you know, we'll, see, we'll see what happens. So I tried out the third um, the third time lucky. Um but it was funny because they would interview you. So you had to, I was so worried because I knew, I, you know, I'm a pretty quiet person. And I was like, I have to, you know, be really loud and out there in the interview to try and like get on this show. Um, so, yeah, I remember, I remember the interviews and I tried to be as bubbly as I possibly could. Um, but yeah, I finally made it on, which was really exciting. But I just loved the whole fashion world. I just mm-hmm. really wanted to be a model. And, you know, I just, yeah, I loved everything about it. and do you why do you think it's easy I mean my I have my my theories about why it's a little bit easier and why the models of Australia are so much more successful than the American models across the board um but if uh, do you do you have any theories as to why you think that is the contestants on the The show yeah sorry that's yeah yeah I was going to clarify that Mm -hmm. um I'm not sure. I've I've honestly got no idea. I don't know if it's just we've got a smaller population here. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like probably one of the only things I can think of. But um, it was it was very I don't know about in America, but over here it was like pretty highly regarded. I would say. Yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. what it is. I think America's Next Top Model was kind of a joke because it's a joke. Tyra, it's you know, joke. leaned into her her tropes, whereas I yep. Australia was very like. They were really getting the best of the best. And I feel yeah, like, yeah, the, the people having, of Australia. And the fashion endorsement of Alex Perry absolutely helps. And I'm sure having a yeah. mm-hmm. helps. And I think also the fact that everyone on the show is younger. That's my main point is that they right. start modeling at a realistic age instead of telling a 20, 24 year old you can have a modeling career. Mm-hmm. Yes, that could definitely be it as well. Actually. That's so those- like 16, you know. We figured Children. it out together. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, when you said, oh, I just forgot my question. You, oh, yeah, you said Sarah Murdoch, and I remembered mm-hmm. all of the chaotic Sarah males that were thrown at you guys. Oh, yeah. What, what, was, what was that about? <laughs> they were definitely all stage. Surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm, sure. Um, <laughs> But they were, yeah, they were just. You mean acrobats didn't just show up in your backyard? (laughs) There was one time they like you like woke up perfectly and you were like and you were like there's a Sarah male next to your bed and I was like oh yeah what producer tortured Adele to get her to read? I think I even like got back into my pajamas for that one. (laughs) I'm glad glad because I was like there's no way that they didn't just ask her be like can you just like go along with this please <laughs> just like wake up pretend you see it <laughs> i think they got a kick out of it they really enjoyed it they thought it was funny <laughs> um, i also need to commend you for uh-huh. being one of the few contestants to not like pile on with cassie i mean you like would state the facts when she was acting you know when she was too much but, but- cassie was 
interesting. Yeah, you didn't, like, engage in the full-on bullying, which also we understood. Yeah. What was it like living with Cassie? Oh, my goodness. I, (laughs) like, honestly, she, like, I actually do adore her. I don't know if it came across that way, but, um... I do adore her and I have kept in contact with her. Um, But she, I remember at the time, you know, we were all so young and, you know, we were all obviously competing as well. And um, to be honest, like it was quite daunting, like she would turn up um, on the first day and, you know, she's in a Snoop Dogg jumper and she's, (laughs) you know, and then we'd turn up at this photo shoot and she'd just pull out these insane photos and we were just like, wow, like that is just amazing. Like she was, she was beautiful. And um, I think we were all quite threatened by that. Um, And then just, I think I was listening to one of your podcasts the other day and um, I think it was the one where she said she was going home and we would all go to London. Mm -hmm. And I completely forgot about that and it just brought back like all the feelings that I was feeling at the time. I think it was just such an emotional roller coaster. You were devastated. You were devastated. (laughs) Like I was convinced I was going home. (laughs) Yeah. You were convinced you were going home. It was like you were crying into Claire into Claire's chest. And Frankie and Tani were sitting and just being like, What is wrong with you, Cassie? Yeah. What is wrong with you? What is wrong? And Cassie's just like, I didn't say any of that. She's just get literally gaslighting. (laughs) An emotional roller coaster, yeah. (laughs) To live in Cassie's world. It was so emotional. And I remember like being so frustrated with her, but at the same time, like looking back. I can totally see it. She was just so scared of, you know, failing um, and, and, you know, and I just have, I have such a soft spot for her. She does have the biggest heart. Like she would just like, look at the way she was like with Makala and like with me, like she really cared. And we, you know, we actually had a really good friendship um, underneath it all. And yeah, I I really adore her, but yeah, it was definitely an emotional roller coaster. (laughs) Are you in contact with anybody else um, from your season besides, yeah. like, talking to Cassie occasionally? Um, a few people. Um, every so often um, I still, like, say hi to Tani here and there. Um, also, Makala and I were actually quite friendly. Um, <laughs> I actually – I know I listened to the episodes um, the other day. I knew you guys didn't like her too much, but I think it came across <laughs> poorly. Because she was actually, she had a massive heart as well. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, you know, she said it how it was and she stuck up for, you know, everyone. And, um, we, you know, I caught up with her quite a few times for dinner and stuff. She, I think she's got four or five kids now. So I've, like, met most wow. of them. a brood. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, them out. Yeah, she's a poor mom. Um, but yeah, she's, um, she was quite a good friend for a while, but I haven't seen her in a little while now. She's quite busy now. Um, and also I'm actually going to see Maddie, uh, next week in Queensland, which Mm -hmm. is exciting. Does she Um, still have all the hair? Yes. We were so mad about her makeover being them just straightening her hair because we were like, how is she supposed to maintain that? She doesn't have like (laughs) six hours every morning to do that. I think like she I think as you guys said she had a shower the humidity got to it and it just went straight back to normal like Mm -hmm. that was the end of that but it just suits her you know like that's her personality um and she's got a little baby called Piero and he is he's got the same hair oh (laughs) that's so cute on a baby 
<laughs> he is. I, I can't wait to meet him. I haven't met him yet, so I'm going up um, next week to meet him, which is oh really exciting. Gosh. But I used to always go up and visit her in Queensland all the time. We got along okay. really well. I love that friendship. Yes. <laughs> Unexpected, but welcome, and I love that. That's amazing. <laughs> amazing. Um, why did I feel like I had another question and I forgot what it was? Oh, can we ask you about Jonathan Peace? Because I need somebody <gasps> to talk about him. <sighs> Oh, of course. If, so have you heard us, like, how much we have shat on him <laughs> yeah. during the podcast? We just, I think what our problem with him is, is because there's such young girls on the show, like the 16-year-olds, mm-hmm. his fascination, it always seems to be with the young 16-year-olds. And we're you. just like, it just sends up a red flag to us. And uh-huh. we're just like, we're not trying to say he's done anything, you know? No, no. But, but I mean, what was his vibe you... with you? Yeah. Oh, it's funny that you took it that way because, like, honestly, you know, we never really thought anything of it. Like, he was um, he was yeah, very professional. Um, I was actually very intimidated by him. <laughs> um, I just thought, I don't His know, skull like, scarves. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I was just so – I think I was intimidated by everyone, though, you know, every all mm-hmm. the judges and everyone – um, but yeah, I haven't really heard much um, about what he's up to nowadays at all. Yeah, sure. yeah, I haven't heard much. much I googled and I couldn't find anything. I'm sure if Nick cares enough, he will give us a where are they now when Jonathan pees. And I, yeah, I that would be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because this was his last season, wasn't this it? Was his last season. We yeah. should do a where are they now? Maybe in a bonus <laughs> episode or something. I, I'm, <laughs> we'll I'm see. Not doing that research. I'm just. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, I would like to also ask you about Sarah Murdoch and how you felt about her because this is her first season. We love her. She's our second favorite host. We, I mean, we were we were Erica Haynes fans. <laughs> like we love Erica Haynes. Um, but like, I mean, I'm assuming it was a little hands off with her because she was probably like, I host the show and I disappear. But like. She seems like a nice enough woman and cared about you all. So if you could talk a little bit about Sarah and what she and what she was like. Oh, Sarah, yeah, she was absolutely lovely. She was uh-huh. a bit of a mother hen. She really she really cared about everyone. I think she knew that we were quite young and mm-hmm. you know, she really looked after all of us and made sure that we were okay. Um but yeah, she was really sweet and lovely and I'm really glad that we had her um oh, as the host. Definitely. Yeah, that was the vibe that she gave out for sure. Mm-hmm. That she like genuinely cared about you guys and yeah. wanted yeah. you to find success exactly. in yes. fashion avenues or otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely like a mother figure and would always um have really good advice for us and everything as well. That's so that sweet. Makes me happy. Oh, my <laughs> oh my goodness. And then are we going to ask about Charlotte? We might as well ask about Charlotte. We have to talk about oh, I know. Yeah. a queen, a fucking I icon. I I was waiting for the question. Um, <laughs> oh, it's just so devastating and heartbreaking. Okay. She was she was honestly like one of, you know, my favorite judges just because she she was like the the mother hen. Like she was, I don't know. She would come and visit us at the house, like when we weren't filming, and like oh, make dinner with us. And um, you know, you could just tell that she cared so much. I think even after the show on the um, the airing of the first episode, we all went to her house and we sat down and watched it with her. She invited us over and made us oh. dinner and stuff. Like, An icon. She, mm-hmm. Yeah. 
yeah she was just amazing I know she came across it like harsh at times but it wasn't at all like it was all in such good nature and yeah and it's weird and it's weird because I think people thought that she was harsher I never thought she was too harsh ever no she just kind of like said it like it was she said it like it was but she wasn't intending to insult people and that was the difference like it wasn't a Kelly Catrone Alex Perry like I want to be as clever and insulting as I can be like she was literally just like I don't like this photo. I'm sorry. Like, like, and, and I mean, I we we love Charlotte, and um, yes, I, we I get stand very, Charlotte Dawson I on this podcast. Talk about Charlotte Dawson at this point because I, I of how much we love her. But, I know. Me too. Me too. But, I haven't even really spoken about it much at all since it all happened. But yeah. I just remember at the time it was just so heartbreaking. Like, just yeah. you know, someone so amazing that cared so much like about other people. You know, it's just so sad. Yeah. Did oh, it cause yeah. like uh any rekindling between the girls on your season? Did you guys like reach out to each other after you heard the news or Yeah, we did. We did. Um because, um, yeah, everyone had um, their separate sort of relationships with her. I think um, Tani had a bit of a relationship with her, um, but more so, like, the girls from the other seasons as well. I know, like, Simone was really close with her. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it really hit everyone because they had such good relationships with her from their seasons because she would have been doing all those things with them as well, you know, just really looking after them and, mm-hmm. and all of that. So... Yeah, it was very sad. Well, Mm -hmm. to take it to a less somber note, um, (laughs) there's, do you want to move on to like the game? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. So there's a game that we like to play. (laughs) It's, yeah, (laughs) with um, all the contestants we have on where it's basically like a Rorschach test, would you say? We just say uh, a name from your season and you basically say the first word you think of when you hear that person. So like I'd say Alex Perry and you'd say like, expensive or whatever the first word is <laughs> that you think of yeah very simple very easy do you want me to start hillary yeah do it yeah. um tawny um boobs same boobs yes amazing correct boobs. amazing boobs we looked at her instagram recently because we were like there's no way she's as stunning as she was on the show <laughs> and then she was more stunning and i was like it hurts to look at her and i i need a minute. oh my goodness she is like completely just grown into her looks like so yeah. I just wouldn't even believe that she could become even more beautiful. Yeah. Um, but she's, yeah, I think the market now for her is just so right as well. Yeah, 100%. We we were saying that the entire time when they were calling her curvy last season. We were like, it's been 12 years and we're like, yeah. she would be a superstar. Yeah. I mean, she's a superstar now, but like she would be everywhere if she started her modeling career now. Like 100%. 100%. Her look, her her body shape, her proportions, all of that. Yes. 100%. Yes. Um, okay. Mink Sadowski. I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> Catwalk. <laughs> she is a true chameleon. Every time she shows up on the season, she has an entirely different hair color, length, cut style. Her entire aesthetic changed. Like... She went from being like a rockabilly girl to being like I'm a a fierce bitch supermodel mm-hmm. and like she was so fierce. <laughs> <laughs> was she like was she scary or was she cool? 
Um, a bit of both. Like I remember we were really intimidated by her and it was like someone that you really wanted to impress. Um, but when you spoke to her, like, yeah, she was pretty cool as well. But yeah, very scary at the same time. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Lola. Um, ooh, cheeky. Yes. <laughs> was there ever any fallout with her throwing Cassie's stuffed animal into the pool? Because we didn't see it. I honestly can't remember. Fair. Um, <laughs> really Mitch reference. We just I wanted. I think we- there was, but she was she was funny. She was definitely um, like I I really loved Lola. We got along really well. Um, but she would just be doing this sort of stuff all the time. To be honest, like when when she left the house, she actually went through all my stuff as well they didn't show it but she hid all of my makeup so that I couldn't look nice for the cameras and I think she um yeah she just hid all of my stuff and I was just like oh my god so I actually like had to try and find it before we um were shooting again the next day and I just rummaged like through the entire house and I managed to find it oh my god I love that she's producer is we're, we're still getting confirmation this yeah. woman is a producer i don't know if show. you've heard it on the podcast but we've had a theory that lola is a secret pa on the show and she the reason she does all this crazy stuff is to like help create the drama and she's like a producer plant basically and so like to steal someone's makeup so they can't look good on camera absolutely a producer move like yeah. one i know well, look, I don't think she was a part of the team or anything, but I definitely think that she planned things with them. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. she was like, yes. so I think she pitched her ideas to them and do they were like, think, yes. Like, do you somebody, do you think she suggested to somebody, I might take Cassie's line and they said, yes, you should yes. do that? 100%. I mean, I don't know, but I'm, I'm 100% that's what I, happened. You know? <laughs> I, I 100% agree. I'm glad you that made you Amanda's agree. day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just needed that theory to be confirmed. So glad. Done. Um, yeah, so um, Ruby Rose. <laughs> Ooh, tattoos. tattoos. Yes. Hot. Yeah. Hot. Babe. There's not. Babe. And hot. Yeah. Hot. I can't. I can't believe. Um, she's like on Orange Is the New Black and all of that sort of thing. I can't. She's so successful. She's Amazing. Bad girl, right? Wasn't she bad girl? Or something like that. She had some kind of like superhero job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. I can't remember exactly. I think it's but yeah, she or yeah, Cat or one of the you know things. <laughs> I don't her. Um, uh, Alice Berdu, Bordeaux. Oh, um, ethereal. Um, <laughs> yes. You saw her in person, right? Pardon. You saw her in person, like IRL, right? Yes, yeah, she was absolutely gorgeous, like just such a beautiful human oh. inside and out. Good, Lovely. that makes me happy too. Mm-hmm. Um, Claire. <laughs> oh, um, perfectionist. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely gorgeous girl. Yeah, as mad as um, Alex Perry was that you weren't in the final two, that's how mad Charlotte was that Claire wasn't that in Claire the final was, Yes, she was just, like, the perfect model, you know. She was absolutely gorgeous. Um, I feel like she was always just prepared for anything that Mm -hmm. was thrown at her. Yeah, when she came out with that quote in, I think it was, like, the penultimate episode, and they were like, why do you deserve to be Australia's next top model? And she gave, like, a full presentation, researched, (laughs) 
she pulled yeah. it out at a point, like had like a pointer stick and mm-hmm. was like laser pointer. <laughs> yes, she was doing her homework daily. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I'm gonna go with Frankie. Oh, um, oh, that just that's just, enough. No, strong. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I can't think of the first thing that comes to my head. Frankie's one of those contestants who made it a long run, but I, I'm, I even forgot how long she made it. Just I'm looking at the episode, like, the episode run, and I'm like, oh, she made it to all the way to top five. I forgot. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's. She was absolutely stunning, like gorgeous. Um, and she was very like strong-willed and strong-minded, which I really admired about her. Um, but yeah, I just don't know if her heart was really in it to actually like be a model. Yeah, I get. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, Laura Mitchell. Other oh, Laura. Um, oh, a word that comes to mind um, with Laura. Um, Oh, I can't, I literally can't think of a word for her. Um, we became obsessed with her later in the game. Like it's the boss. Yes. It was the boss. Yeah, her, her makeover is what made us fall in love with her. Like, she was gorgeous. She was like a bit of a mother hen herself. I think she was a little bit older than us and she just always like looked after us. Um, but yeah, she had a really kind, sweet nature. Um, yeah, real sweetheart. <laughs> oh, amazing. I think I've just one more. I have mm. one more. And that's Hillary's boyfriend, George Anthony. Uh, Ooh. I have a crush. We yeah, both have right. crushes. <laughs> yeah, who doesn't, right? <laughs> it's just taste. We have eyes. No, definite babe. He was amazing and very talented. Very yeah. talented. Oh very my talented. God. I mean, my I stomach would have dropped to the floor if I saw him in person. <laughs> I don't know that I'd be able to perform. Oh my goodness. No, it was, that was very intimidating as well, actually. It was. <laughs> oh, I do have one more Hillary that we didn't yes. do, but I want to see if you if you do oh, it. Oh, um, Joe Bailey. Okay, that wasn't it. I got one more. Okay. <laughs> Joe Bailey. Um, I recently found out he was the hairstylist for Princess Diana, too. I didn't know. I wrote an article about it, and his name popped up, and I was like, I know him. Uh, oh, oh! I, I had no idea. Mm. That's insane. I know for her, just for her Australia events, but still. Wow, that's that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely. If I ever see him again, I'll definitely ask him about that. Yes. <laughs> hey, uh, my final one is also our favorite, Priscilla Layton Clark, because we have to reference Priscilla. Of course. Of course, Ooh. she's a queen. Yeah, she was, she was, um, yeah, she was amazing. She was very, um, I don't know, she was very, like, good with Cassie, actually. She was a bit of a, um, bit of a mother hen with Cassie, actually, as well, mm-hmm. which I thought was really admirable. Like, she wasn't, um, you know, your typical, like, hard agent. Like, she was mm-hmm. um, always trying to get, like, the best out of everyone in that kind of way as well, which was really lovely. She seems like the kind of woman you really don't want to get angry. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, like... <laughs> she yeah, just seems, hard like, to get angry and you don't want to get her angry. Yeah, like, she's all very level-headed. She's very, like, good at her job. She mm-hmm. produces the best of the best. But, like, you do not want to see her, like, yeah. at, like, an eight or a nine because, like, mm-hmm. that's 
No, you have to do the right thing by her and you have to do the job well, for sure. Like, she just expects you to. Like, she won't even ask you to. It's just, like, her whole demeanor is just, like, I'm great and you better be as good as I am. And, I mean, that's a badass bitch. Definitely. We love that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're wrapping up. Yeah. Do you have anything that you want to promote? Do you want to talk about your social media? Tell us where we can find you if you want to be found. Because some people don't want to be found. Oh, well, you can find me on Instagram, just um, at Adele Teal. Um, but, yeah, that's a, that's about it, though. Thanks so much for having, yes, having thank me you. and inviting me. Yes. It's so good chatting to you. So happy to be here. We're going to wrap up real quick. Um, guys, if you want to find us on social media, you can go to our website, America's Next Top Best Friend. That's where all of our social media links, including our Facebook, our Instagram, and our Twitter. Um, you can send us an email at nexttopbestfriend at gmail.com. Talk to us about this interview. Tell us other people you want us to interview, whatever. Um, you can support us on Patreon. We do two bonus episodes a month. Uh, it's like $3 a month. Come hang out with us. We're going to have a bonus episode this week. Um, if you want to follow Hillary on Twitter and Instagram, it is at Hilarious123. And I am at Loch Ness Manda, like the scary Scottish monster I am. Yay! <laughs> thank it. you so much Adele you were a pleasure thank to talk you. to go to bed it's late there yes. <laughs> like I'm gonna go get my day started I think Hillary is too um, but yeah thank you so much this is lovely and wonderful yes, we love you thank you so much Goodbye. Oh, alright all right. thank you so much have bye. a good week guys you too